What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show. It's Matt hanging out with you here, the Matt West Now podcast. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic week. I know I sure am getting to hang out with some really, really good friends here in Oklahoma. Going to be at the Lazy Arena this weekend for the WCRA Rodeo. But you know what? This week is National Police Week. So I wanted to start this episode by saying thank you to all the many, many, many men and women who serve and protect our communities across this great country. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for truly being heroes. Everything that you do, the many sacrifices that so many of us don't even know about. Um, Thank you. One week's not going to do it justice. National Police Week. It should be every week, but but thank you so, so much for everything you do for all of us. You know, before we get things started, I want to say thanks to the folks at Cooper Tires. If you're looking for tires that are built to last, look no further. You can count on Cooper. That's right. All you need to do is log on to us.coopertire.com. That's us.coopertire.com to find out more information and find a local Cooper Tire dealer near you. Also want to say a big shout out to everybody that has continued to give us feedback about this podcast. Everybody that has sent me messages, continue to screenshot, tag me on social media, and uh, keep dropping those five-star ratings if you feel so inclined. But one thing I do want you to do is make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. It automatically downloads it to your device. I have people every single week go, well, how do I find your podcast? And I say, it's simple. You go to the podcast app on your iPhone. Well, where's that? I show them. Well, how do I find it? How do I get it? It's simple, guys. Go to the app, whether it's Google Play app, uh, Spotify, whatever it is, and find the subscribe button, and it automatically downloads it to your phone so you don't have to search. You don't have to go wait for all that nagging data to download it. All you have to do is pull it up, and you can start listening to the podcast right away. While you're doing that, make sure you cruise over to Instagram. Um because me and my guest this week, we're going to start doing a lot of Instagram lives. We're going to try to do it every week. And whether it's uh, an important story, whether it's a progress update, or whether it's a um, just goofiness to say, hey, we're going to try to do it every week. So hit your notifications on Instagram and make sure that they are turned on. So every time you uh, see me post about the podcast or every time I go live, you know about it. Because I want you guys to to tell us what you think. I got a lot of feedback on this podcast Um on this guest, rather, the first couple of times he was on. He's been on as a co-host, and every time I would run into somebody, they'd say, man, you've got to have Brad on just by himself. You've got to have him as a guest to tell stories and just focus on Brad because he's so stinking entertaining. And I said, you know what? You're exactly right. And so it worked out. We had it. We actually Instagram lived part of the podcast. So there's a lot of times you'll hear us talking about Instagram live because we go to uh, the folks that we're watching and take a lot of their questions. And I want to start doing that sometimes. I want to be able to make sure that you guys are getting what you want out of this podcast. So if there's things you want to talk about, especially if it's current events, if it's things that are happening in the world of Western sports, I mean, I want to know. I want to know if you guys want to listen to me ramble on about it because God knows I will ramble on about things just like I'm doing in the opening here of this podcast. But you know what? I said it in the very beginning episode 
uh, of this little journey that this podcast was going to be a lot about the listeners. Um, selfishly, it's going to be a lot about what I want out of it, but I do want to continue to hear your feedback. So hit me up on all social media platforms, Matt L. West. It's super simple to find. You can also log on to mattwestnow.com. You can download the podcast there. You can also, um, holy crap, I'm watching a big um, one of those things that's hanging on the side of the building and, and like the the people are washing windows and skyscrapers and it's slamming into the building and uh in oklahoma city sorry anyways i I saw that on my tv and and you guys will see how easily i get distracted wow that is um incredible hopefully everybody's okay but anyways back to the business at hand you guys are the reason that this podcast is going to continue so it's got to be about you guys so hit me up tell me what you like what you don't like all the good the bad and uh drop me a note let me know what's going on um Again, I'm at the Lazy Arena this weekend in Guthrie, Oklahoma, historical venue. Cannot wait to get out there with all of my pals. If you're around Oklahoma City, Guthrie, Stillwater, anywhere in that part of Oklahoma, come see me. If you're in northeast Oklahoma, make sure you stop by the gym. Check out the West Fit Studios. That's right. Get a workout in. You can log on to westfitgym.com to get all that merch as well. We're going to pre-sale a couple of uh, podcast t-shirts here in the next week, so uh, be watching on social media. But anyways, that's enough of all of that mess. Let's get to it because this is going to be a very fun episode. This guy is a PBR music director. He works some pro rodeos. He was the music director at the American at AT AT&T Stadium earlier this year. Um, he is, I I cannot stress what a great friend this guy is. So I'm so excited to have him on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, here is my conversation with the one, the only, the legendary Brad Narducci. (laughs) So I told the guy, said, I don't know who the hell he is, but that ain't my monkey. (laughs) Hey. Hey. <laughs> we're rolling. What do you mean? What What do you mean? We're, we're rolling right now. Let's, we're, we're rolling. Where are we rolling? No, no, no. We're not. We're we're rolling. Ah, uh, well, yeah, I got you. No. Where are we rolling? No, no. We record. The podcast has started. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Every other one I've been on has they, they've always said start or hit it <laughs> just, or something. They just kick it yeah, we <laughs> like go. we're 1980s rock man hell yeah kick it kick it yeah, have you been Tommy on Lee, kick have, it. have you been on a lot of podcasts no actually yours is the only one okay so you're making your podcast debut i'm making the debut okay well uh the the highly anticipated the uh, i mean it's back by popular demand i think you're the first ever quote-unquote repeat guest that's cool but this time it, it was so good <laughs> the first few times that you kind of played co- co-host right. to me um and i got so much feedback that well, everybody wanted to have, wanted you to have your own show. Everybody wanted you to be just just a guest, and they were like, "We just want we want a show with Brad." And so here we are. I mean, you you kind of made yourself infamous with the Hulk Hogan story. Oh, jeez. Um, the horse drawing, beautiful. It, it's majestic to Gorgeous. say to say the least. Uh, that that horse drawing has now turned into. I can't even talk. I'm so yeah. nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous about this podcast of all of them. People ask. They're like. Tell me about the drawing. I said the best way to describe it is if you had Picasso and you took Picasso and he met Ronnie Millsap and the two of them had a, had a drawing, it would be the horse because it's gorgeous. It's actually it's become the first podcast T-shirt. I know. It's crazy. Uh, we're going to put up some pre-sales tomorrow. Um, 
Yeah, so make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram because that you you actually have the shirt. Yeah, it's it's sweet. It's sweet. You and Dan James and myself are the only three on the planet <laughs> that have the shirt right now with your drawing on it. And uh, I mean, since you since you're the artist behind the work, I'll make sure you get a portion. Get a little of the cut. cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah you I mean, bet. Fifty yeah. percent. Well, I mean, no, we we won't talk about the terms. Let's okay. talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about you though, because uh, there <laughs> we put it up a little bit ago. Um, questions for Brad Narducci since you're going to be on this podcast, and uh-huh. and I think the question I received the most is who the hell is Brad Narducci? <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy? Who is this guy? No, that that's a joke because everybody. Crazy enough that people are listening to this podcast, and man, they—I mean—they loved it. Your stories, they were, um, they were pretty, pretty entertaining. Before, okay, before we officially get started, is there mm-hmm. anything that you want to? Yeah, I would. I would like wanna... to. I would like to take a moment and just say that the stories that I'm going to tell on this podcast are all either true. Or by now, I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> You've been telling them so long that I don't even know. Maybe we yeah. believe them ourselves. <laughs> right. That's so funny because uh, you're a music director. You do a lot of PBR stuff. You do some pro rodeos. You, you did the American. Right. You're an announcer. You're a part time speech writer. You're a semi retired blanket maker. Yes, sir. Um, what a lot of people need to understand is. Um, you, you, you are a bona fide, I don't even know how the best way to say this would be. You are a bona fide, 100% grade A liar. Yeah. You you are, but sometimes it pays dividends. Sometimes it pays off. (laughs) Sometimes you get in bad situations. Kids, if you're listening to this, it doesn't always pay to lie because no. sometimes those stories circle back and put yeah, you in bad situations they put me in real bad situations so i think uh the first recollection that i have of being in the worst situation telling a lie came a few years ago we were on our way back from from deadwood pbr and it was uh it was me my buddy from montana the one of the announcers jeff marn a good buddy of mine named cooter and you might get, not have to use real names. Yeah, on this. I but don't I'm know gonna because okay. it, this this one is as long true. as nobody's gonna get. We we uh, and and I'd like to say this before I tell the whole story. There may or may not have been 35 to 45 road beers involved with this, leading to these events. Okay, so we're on the road and we're traveling through Montana and we get pretty close to Jeff's hometown of Belt, Montana. We come through this little town called Geyser, and Jeff says, "Hey, let's swing in and have a nightcap. I live about two miles away from here." So. Yeah, no big deal. Swing in. And the little town of Geyser, Montana, this bar was hopping on a Sunday. They had like a pool tournament going on, a dart tournament. There are people everywhere in this bar. We walk in and belly up, and the four of us, we order some whiskeys, and we're sitting there, and Jeff starts kind of making conversation with the bartender. She says, oh, what are you, what are you guys uh, coming through town? Jeff said, yeah, we just had an event down in Deadwood, and we're, we're on our way back. And she says, oh, cool event. Awesome. What do you guys do? And he looks at me, pats me on the back, and he says, oh, this is Brad, and he plays music. She goes, oh, cool, a singer. And I said, and this is where it all went bad. So I said, well, I'm not really a singer. I'm, I'm actually more of a songwriter. I do sing, but I'm a songwriter. And she says, oh, cool. Like, have you written any? This is <laughs> 
She set me up. She set me up. She of plays course. right along. And you thought it would just disappear yeah. quickly. Yeah. Go, oh, okay, was, cool. And yeah. then be done. So she says, have you written any any real good songs? I said, yeah, I got a couple out on, on the radio. She says, what songs? And this at this time, Chris Stapleton's album, Traveler, is like number one forever. I said, oh, I wrote one for, for Chris Stapleton. She said, oh, my gosh, we are the biggest Chris Stapleton fans. What song is it? Of course. Without hesitation, I go, Outlaw, State of Mind. And she says, wow, that is so cool. And she gets all giddy. And she says, I, I suppose this is out of out of the question but would you mind singing it for us and i said well i said i don't you know i really didn't bring anything i don't even have a guitar and she reaches down below the bar grabs a guitar hands it over the bar and i'm like oh god dang it brad <laughs> uh-oh well i don't have my mics or anything ma'am no problem she says look at we got a stage opens a curtain Opens a curtain. Coincidentally, uh, there's a stage right one here. One stool, hidden. one microphone, and I'm in deep, and my buddy Jeff is laughing at me. My buddy Cooter is because laughing. Because that's what good friends do. Yeah. They my laugh buddy. at you when you're in trouble. So uh, they can see I'm going down in flames, and I, I decide I'm not going to let myself go down in flames. So I said, yeah. I said, actually, you know what's crazy? This is my buddy Cody. He's actually the guitar player for Chris Stapleton. She goes, oh, my goodness. She stops gets on the bar and she says everybody everybody i got to tell you something we have chris stapleton songwriter and guitar player who wants them to sing a song <laughs> and the whole bar yeah 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 of course and me and cooter <laughs> we we reluctantly but we get up on stage i got him in there we're up on stage and he looks at me and says, dude, what are we going to do? I said, don't worry. I got a plan. I had Jeff put two bucks in the jukebox. He's going to play Outlaw State of Mind. I got a plan. And he goes, dude, it better work. It better work. And so I, I get up there and I say, hey, everybody, I'm, uh, I'm Brad from Montana. Oh, you actually used your real name? Yeah. That's yeah. shocking. Well, Jeff got me in it. Yeah. But okay. I said, uh, we're going to play a song for you. I wrote a song for Chris Stapleton. It's called Outlaw State of Mind. It's, this can't be legal. Like, I mean, you're just <laughs> flat out impersonating somebody that you're... The best part about it is Cooter has no idea how to play the guitar. Doesn't even know how to plug it in. I plug it in for him. And he's like, what do you want me to do? I said, dude, just strum a G chord. He said, what's a G chord? I said, just look like you know what you're doing for a second. And so <laughs> as soon as I go, as soon as I go, I wrote this song for Chris Stapleton. We're going to play it for you. It kicks off on the jukebox, Outlaw State of Mind. And I'm like, okay, where in the hell am I going to go with this? Because I'm in so deep, I have no idea how to get out. And so as soon as the first line that Chris Stapleton sings, I sing it, and I step back from the microphone, and I just lift my hands in the air, and the whole crowd picks it up and sang the whole damn song. How many song. people are we talking? I, I would say in a bar that has two pool tables, a shuffleboard table, a couple couple dart tables. I bet 300 people. Seriously, yeah. like that many people. Yeah, I lift my hands up like a rock star. Okay, so like what do you do the rest of the night? I mean, do, I do don't people- buy a damn drink the rest <laughs> of the night. Everybody, this is Chris. I'm taking pictures. Uh, I'm signing autographs. I'm booking gigs, dude. Like, I'm, I was supposed to play there last year, but I never made it back. I'm sure they're still waiting. I'm wait, waiting on you to come through town. Yeah. Just you're probably your picture's probably on the wall there. Yeah, I guarantee. I bet my autograph is, dude. Because it, 
was I signed 50 autographs that night. Took 20 That's pictures. Hilarious. It's funny that you for some reason I feel like for some reason you and Chris Stapleton have this connection and you use him in it's, all of your ignorance. It's a de- oh, yeah. Because we were in Vegas. Oh, jeez. And you had an incident that n- didn't necessarily involve Chris Stapleton right. but kind of did. You want to tell yeah. it? Matt, Matt, why do why you do all my stories start off with I was drinking? No, yeah, <laughs> it was either I was drinking, and ultimately you find out everything was a lie. <laughs> yeah. Everything was a lie. No. So at the Mirage, you're hosting Rodeo Vegas. Yeah, backstory: I host Rodeo Vegas, the Mirage during the National Finals Rodeo. Ten nights, we have a concert every night. Yeah, and I'm very, very grateful that when I'm there for the two weeks, what however long I'm there that they give me a very, very comfortable room. Yeah, yeah, which includes minibar that I rated. And I don't drink, so <laughs> yeah. so I'm completely sober. I don't drink any alcohol, but for some reason, my minibar ends up empty it's, all the it's, time. It's empty, and what leaves the room is is a intoxicated Brad and a sober Matt, and it's like the 25th floor, and we're walking down to the little elevator pod, and in walks this big old boy with a big beard. Yeah, hang on. Because you and I are sitting there waiting on the elevator, and this right. guy walks around the corner. And you look at me, and your eyes get really wide. And I'm thinking, okay, Brad's about to fanboy out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You had no idea what was going to I had no idea what was about to happen. <laughs> so the guy's carrying a guitar. And I said, uh, I said hey, man. Anybody ever tell you you look like Chris Stapleton? To which he replied, nope. Nope. Just like that. And that I was could it. still was it. hear it. He just said, nope. I could still hear it. And he did not even look at you. <laughs> he was he pissed. did not make eye contact. He turned his complete attention. And I was going to say, how are you, sir? Anything. Yeah. And I was, I was intimidated. <laughs> I didn't even want to say hello after that. I didn't even want to ride the elevator with but him. But Brad realizing that he screwed up already, looks at me, and I just kind of shake my head and look down at the ground. But instead of being quiet and letting it go, you... I tried to remedy the situation what anybody would have done. Great idea. So what do I do? I go kind. Strike up conversations what I'm after. I look at him say, so you uh, you been playing any shows here in Vegas? Mind you, he's holding a guitar case. <laughs> He has left his room. He's standing at the elevator holding a guitar case. Why are you going to the airport? Flying somewhere? (laughs) So Brad looks at a gentleman with a big beard holding a guitar case and says, so uh, you you playing some music out here anywhere? Nope. And I'm just a guitar toter is what he said. And that's it. Verbatim. That's it. Nope. I'm just a guitar toter. And riding 24 floors in the Mirage felt like an eternity. And when we hit the bottom, I could tell by the look on your face. I was so pissed. I was so mad at that you. I had done something. <laughs> because you said something in the elevator, like you tried to make small talk, and he was not having it. Right. And the elevator doors open. He walks out, and you're like, I'm like, what the, what the hell was that guy's problem? Yeah. And I looked at you. Do you remember what I told you? As soon yeah. as the elevator doors yeah. opened. Yeah. You, we walked out, he walks away, and you look at me and say, what the hell is that guy's problem? And I said, Brad, do me a favor. Next time you have a thought and think that, oh, 
I'm going to tell Jamie Johnson he looks like Chris Stapleton. <laughs> just stop. And you just said, no, 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 no. I, dude, I didn't believe you. I said, no way. And you said, bet me all the money you have. I said, all right. And I Googled it. And as soon as I Googled it, I went, oh, no. Yeah. And as soon as he comes around the corner on the 25th floor, he walks around and I'm like, holy crap, that's Jamie Johnson. Yeah. Like, that's one of the most talented dudes ever. Ever. And you completely insult him and just like don't recognize him. You pissed him off. I made him mad. Yeah. And so that, uh, yeah, Chris Stapleton's always getting me. And if you think that story's funny, you should have seen it in color because. <laughs> really? I can't even listen to his music anymore. Yeah, obviously. There's it's weird because you um you have this thing about strange encounters with uh musicians or artists because we were in Nashville oh, one time. <laughs> dude, no, come on. You you okay. know you have to tell yeah. we were in Nashville one time and I introduced you we're not gonna name any names, but I introduced you yeah. to a, a friend of mine that's a, an artist. Crossroads. We were at Crossroads and and I hate to start out this story like this, but we may, I may have been drinking. And uh, your buddy, your buddy walks in. The artist had just, yeah, we'll just call him the artist. Just, but it's it, not Prince. No, it's not Prince. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, and it's not Michael Jackson either. He walks in, shake his hand, and I don't really listen to his music, man. You know, like I know of it, right? But I don't know any of his songs. And you introduced me, and I, I said, oh, hey, man, uh, really dig your stuff, dude. Play it a lot. And he yeah, fired. Played it all the bull rides. Yeah, I played I played all over the U.S. at all the bull rides. And he fires right back, and he says, oh, yeah? What's your favorite song? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, dude, like, like a pin needle to a balloon. I mean, all the air was just like, <sighs> and I said, man, I forget the name of it. But it goes, you know, and I, I just kind of start like humming. You said, oh, yeah, that's that's this song. And I said, yeah, that one, man. That song's badass. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and he was like, you yeah, had bailed me out. No, no, I'm good on the no, high no, five. No, you no, just tried to no, high five. No, no, come on. But yeah, that's what you get for lying. You've <sighs> been lucky. Dude, it's bad. And like even going back, like I can remember the first time I was trying to, to bullshit somebody. We were at the circuit finals and I was like eight years old. And there was a cool bull rider there by the name of Tyler Johnson. And this kid was like freaking 18 years old, and he was awesome. And we're sitting there watching the rodeo. And this lady behind us is like, oh, you here watching the rodeo? I said, yeah, I'm actually you know, watching my cousin. She says, oh, who's your cousin? I said, Tyler Johnson. He's in the bull ride. And she said, huh. I said, yeah. She said, that's funny. I'm his mom, and I never met you. I went, oh, shit. Serious? Yeah, dude, it was, it's bad. So, like, right after that, I, like, got up and. You would think that at some point you would realize that it's not good to lie. It's not good to lie. And that's the moral of this podcast. That's why we're named. That's what this is all about. That's how this starts. We want to tell people to be honest. Like, I question how you get through life. Like, I question whether or not you even know, like, which direction north is or Some, anything. Yeah, sometimes I don't even know what I'm saying until I'm done talking. But what, what do you mean to which my way world. north is? Welcome to my world. <laughs> I say shit all the time, and I never know I said it until somebody tells me, hey, uh, what do you mean by this? Well, I, I didn't say that. You yeah, t- you did. Here's the video. What did you, did you say where, which way is north? I, yeah, because I, I might have had somebody on Instagram say to ask you if oh, you knew which way north was. Yeah, so... This story comes at a time in my life when I'm about, excuse me, about 15 years old. Did you just burp in the microphone? No, I turned my head. You just 
burp. But I said excuse on my me. podcast. I said excuse me. That is officially the I think the first burp on the Matt West Now podcast. Yeah, but Vince farted on your podcast and you didn't say nothing. Did he? I heard it. You went to but the bathroom. Vince is a country music stud, but he's a badass. Yeah, he is. By the way, he's got uh, an album. Got a brand new album Come just on, came out. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, just Still just dropped. Vince Moreno. M O R E N O. Vince awesome. Moreno, he's awesome. badass. Anyways, oh yeah, I'm I'm 15 years old, and uh, me and my brother and my dad, we always go hunting in Northwest Montana. That's just the thing to do. Come October, you go hunting, and my dad is real meticulous on the things he packs. Okay, so we each have our own a little assignment. My dad is like navigation. He's got maps. He's got compasses in case we get lost. Jake is like strictly. Jake's sur- your brother. Jake's my brother. Yeah. yeah, he's strictly survival. He's got things to make fires. You know, we're like we're we're, we're legit planning out. Yeah. So, my sole responsibility, the only thing I carry in my pack, are the knives and toilet paper. That's all I carry. That's, That's all I'm trusted with is knives and toilet paper. So we get a few miles back in the woods, and it's probably 28 miles, I'm going to guess. And my dad my dad says, oh, I got one creeping in. I had too many cups of coffee. I got to go take a poop. Okay. He goes over by the tree, and he's, he's squatting down, and old Jimbo's getting in, and he's he's dropping a deuce. And Jimbo's your dad. Jimbo's I'm my sure dad. I'm sure he's going to be yeah. so proud that you're <laughs> telling this story. Yeah, this one's for you. <laughs> and oh. he, he says, Brad, throw me the toilet paper. Yeah, no problem. Open up my pack. I'm looking. Oh, maybe Jake grabbed it. Jake, did you grab the toilet paper? He said, no, that's your responsibility. Well, I can't find the toilet paper. And I I said, Dad, I said, I'm sorry, but I can't find the toilet paper. So he's he's in a squatted position, and he starts chewing my butt. You got one job, and that's to bring the teepee. I got the navigation. Your brother's got survival. You carry knives and bring toilet paper. Asswipe is your only responsibility. And I said, Dad, I said, geez, I'm sorry. And he chews me out for five minutes, all while his ass is hanging out, and he just got done pooping. And I put my pack on, and I start walking. And he said, hey, where in the hell are you going? I said, I'm going back to the truck. I said, if you're going to act like this, I don't want to hunt with you. And he said, well, you're walking the wrong damn way. You better just stay with us. <laughs> so which way is north? Indians are Dude. supposed to know where in the hell they're going, and I have no idea where I was going. <laughs> He's, where are you going? I'm walking. I'm going to the truck. You're walking the wrong damn way. <laughs> <laughs> you are a bona fide idiot. Yeah, that, dude, that know. one, I deserve that one. I, My dad should have just let me go. We got a bunch of people watching us right now on Instagram oh. Live. It's the first time I've ever Instagram Live to podcast. I'm just learning we're, about all this social media stuff. We're Instagramming while we're yeah, podcasting. So there's a, a lot of people watching the podcast right now. And, cool. and we had said it earlier today. We were Instagram Live and yeah. uh, earlier. We said... We're going to take questions if somebody wants to pop on tonight. We didn't know what time this was going to happen. But, yeah, yeah. So if there's anybody watching on Instagram Live that has questions for us uh, or for Brad in particular, shoot them at us. We're going to make this uh, a little interactive. But yeah. you, you're talking about you, – you said something, and we didn't – we didn't talk about this. I just want to bring it up because mm-hmm. you you always refer to yourself as an Indian. Right. Some people right. take offense to that. No, I mean you, you shouldn't. A Native American uh, is is a proud person, but not a person that takes any offense to anything like that. Um. So for me, I'm kind of weird. I'm I'm a no half, shit. No 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 no. I don't. Yeah, I know. I don't mean like that. I'm a half Italian, half Native American. So I'm a Cinnaboyan Sioux on my mom's side. She's a full-blooded Cinnaboyan Sioux, and I get a little Italian. Everybody says, 
you're not Indian. What kind of last name is Narducci? That sounds Italian. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So the way I tell people, just think about it like this. I eat my Alfredo with buffalo in it. And that'll kind of that'll kind of help you find out where I lie. Yeah, I just yeah. A matter of fact, just had some people ask what tribe you were from. So. Assiniboine Sioux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a I got a little Blackfeet in me too. I come from a Blackfeet descent too. So yeah. It's, why do some people say Blackfoot? I don't know. Uh, the tribe in Montana is Blackfeet. The tribe up in Canada is Blackfoot, and there is a real. Uh, people take offense to that. If you yeah. call a Blackfeet Indian a Blackfoot, you might be fist fighting. But yeah, but I, there's a lot up there yeah. where you live. Absolutely, absolutely, like, it's a big tribe. Dakota Lewis, he's a yeah. he's a three time Indian World Champion. He comes from the Blackfeet tribe. So did you get into like the Indian rodeos? Because like I, I've been to a couple. I've yeah. watched a couple. And uh, yeah, there's and there's a lot of them in Montana. So like the first uh, <laughs> the first event that I really, really cut loose and mixed was an Indian rodeo. And I was I was green. I was probably twenty years old. You know, didn't didn't have a lot of music, was just kind of finding my way. And I get to this it, it was a pretty big Indian rodeo. And the guy that was putting it on, he says, Hey, he says, uh, when we get to that hot song, he says <laughs> Play some Indian music. You got some Indian music. I said, hell yeah, I did. And I didn't have an ounce Proud. of Indian. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, a little from Montana. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I got Indian music. Come on, bro. Didn't have one Indian song. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. What the hell am I going to do? So I start thinking and and <laughs> I called my dad and he gave me the funniest idea. And I thought, shit, it'll work. So it comes time for the hot song. I play the Cherokee Boogie. You know what song that is? Hey, ho, Alina. Whoop, up, pakachama, yippee, yippee. And the guy looks at me. He goes, what the hell, man? <laughs> I don't know why that was red. <laughs> he came from Arkansas. What no, the hell, man? What the hell? Well, that ain't no uh, Who pours in the water and all? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I screwed this up. He comes up in the booth, and he says, hey, Pay, pay attention, because after the national anthem, he says, I'm going to light some fireworks out back. And I'm thinking like pyro. I'm thinking, you know, he's got pyro wired up. And <laughs> the national anthem gets over, and I come in hot with something like Kid Rock, Born Free, or something like that. I can't remember. And I look out of the announcer stand, and I look back there. He has six kids on their knees, each of them holding two Roman candles in each hand. And he is lighting these Roman candles. <laughs> and I thought... Hell yeah, I made it. <laughs> I'm right at home right here. I know Wyatt wanted to hear, you know, some some Indian rodeo stories. Uh, I just saw Holly on here. We've got some natives from Montana that are, are chiming in saying, hey, but I saw Holly on here. Mm-hmm. And Holly has been, like, just kicking ass in the gym. Yeah. And, like, every time she posts on Instagram or, or stories, she's on treadmill or whatever. Right. Um, we kind of teased, like, this big announcement. Like, it was some big deal. Like, you were starting your own podcast. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, or writing a book or something. But Right. Um, like, you're cool telling everybody what we're doing right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, so, you, you've you've hated me for the last two or three days. Yeah, it's it's been hell. Uh, so, Cody McGee and Chris Welch, 100X Helmets. We, we get together, and I don't even remember where it was, and uh, all of us are, are bigger guys, and we decided that, hey, we're, we're going we're gonna to try and lose some weight. Right. So we wager. The best, best, best thing Motivation, you can do. Man. Motivation, man. Money's, money's a great motivator. We each are putting up $1,000, and uh, whoever loses the most weight, and we're weighing in at the PBR finals, gets 1000 right. So the first part of November. First part of November. Here we are, mid-May. 
So I've been, so, you flew to Oklahoma, you come to my gym, yeah. and, and we started, <laughs> we started a, a little program. Well, and I'd been, I'd been working out previously to get into Oklahoma. I was down about 13 pounds getting there. And then the things that I thought I was doing right in the gym, I quickly found out that I had no idea what the hell yes I was no. doing. Yes and no, though. Like, like, like we all learn things. We're, we're always going to learn. Um, you know, we might get a charger. We're always going to learn. Um, but you were doing something, and that was the main thing. Like you were in the gym, you were active. Mm-hmm. Chad Berger was on the podcast here a couple of weeks yeah, ago, and yeah. he and I talked about it. He's lost so much weight. Like he's doing things now that, like his body wouldn't allow him to do. Right. Like if I try to egg roll right now, it would have to be dipped in sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> but like, like you hate me. But but a, a, a lot of that is self accountability for me. Yeah. Because yeah. Um. One of the things that that I don't really talk about a lot. Um, is I get really super insecure. Like right. I own a freaking gym, right? And I get really insecure about mm-hmm. like you know the guy I see in the mirror. Yeah, we've talked about that, and we're gonna do we're gonna do we're gonna make some we're gonna change some shit together. Yeah, and, and but like sh- you're not just about a thousand bucks. Like you've got you've got a, an end goal. You've got one set goal. Yes, and sir. that's what. Yes, sir. That's to lose uh, 125 pounds. 125, 125 you just upped the ante is it because people are watching on instagram because, i'm trying to look like tough. i was going I'm for like, that hundred yeah like, it's, it, the magic number's 100 the magic number's 100 and i think with the things that i've learned just over the past three four days working out with you and and learning about nutrition and that's really where it's made and you, you've taught me a lot man, man just I'm, in the, I'm like so pumped about this and and i guarantee like 99% of the people that are listening to this podcast, I guarantee everybody that's watching right now on Instagram is going to learn something about me they didn't know, uh-huh. is when I was younger, I went through a whole process like this because I got on the scales one time and was so, uh, and I want to use the word depressed, but like very, very, very um, dissatisfied with myself. yeah. yeah. And I started a journey, and I lost over 100 pounds. Yeah. Like, I, I kicked it in the ass cool. and lost over 100 pounds in a very short amount of time. You're dealing mm-hmm. with a, a pretty short amount of time, but, but like, I'm telling you, you can do it. You got a lot of people saying, ah, oh, it's not realistic. Bullshit, because I did it. Right. I did exactly right. what you're trying to do, and yeah. that's why I'm so, like, I'm, it, I'm amped for and you, And it's man. funny, because, like, I've told people, and the normal response that you get is like, oh, he won't do it. It can't be done. But holy shit, man, I have been blessed with so much support in the past two weeks than I ever have, dude. Like, I got people that I, like I went to high school with, like, yeah. are like, "Hey, man, go kick that ass. That's awesome." Somebody like, just asked, cool. like, "How are you? How are you doing it on the road? Like, how are you eating healthier?" And I mean, it, it boils down to just making <laughs> Make, smart decisions. making better choices, making better choices. Yeah, I got uh, that MyFitnessPal app, so I'm able to track everything that I eat every single day. And I've been limiting, you know, my portions, and I've been limiting what I want to eat. And today was hard because we passed six Brahms. And <laughs> There's felt, literally a Brahms right across the street from the hotel we're in right now. I was itching. My, don't say it's that. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, you want to go to Brahms? No. When's no, cheat day? But I, I do. I do want to go. I do want to go. To a question that just popped up in yeah, here, yeah, go. and it's uh, it's it's really an important question. I think a lot of people are going to want to know the answer to it, and that mm-hmm. is, are you related to Chicho Nation? Oh my gosh, no, no, I am not. And but I'll, you guys get, dude, people today, think you're him today. We're at the best hat store today, and somebody says, "Yeah, whatever, Cheech." It was Danny Adams called me Cheech. He thought I was Cheech, 
And Danny has known me for 10 years. He's known Cheech for a long time. He calls me Cheech. I'm not Cheech. I think he does it kind of tongue-in-cheek. We've got, by the way, we've got 17 American hats in the room. Oh, right dude. Shout out to so, our boy Cody Crawford. Shout out to who Killed gets confused it. for Cody Johnson all the time. And but. he's been in that situation. He just plays it off. Hey, um, I'm glad I don't look like anybody. Um Cheech. they just they just asked, How did you and I meet? Oh, can we go? No. We can we can, yeah, we I mean we can go there to a certain degree. Um, so yeah, like was, we had talked quite a bit before we actually met in person yeah and it was funny because when we used to talk is like back in my life where i thought i wanted to be an announcer right like so i was always matter of fact maybe correct me if i'm wrong but i think you reached out on facebook it was and we started messaging back and forth yeah because i'm a nice guy and i yeah you were you were used to return messages yeah you're used to be really nice Uh, (laughs) i don't know what the hell happened i'm an asshole yeah i agree it's but I think it was, uh, yeah, we'd been talking back and forth, but the first time that we'd actually met was 2013, 2013. I don't, I have no idea. Richard called me, Richard Jones calls me on like a Wednesday, and he's like, hey, can you make it to Louisville, Kentucky for a perf on Saturday? Yeah. Hell yeah. Bought a flight, and it was like 800 bucks. I had like 700 in my checking account or something. Jump on a plane. I get there, and like that was the first time me and you had met was Louisville, Kentucky. First time I met Matt Merritt, too. And do you guys remember what you did to me? No. Oh, dude. So 2013, how old am I? Nine right now. Subtract. Divide the two. I'm 23. 23 years old in 2013. All right. So just got all my music lined up. And you guys are used to working with the baddest dudes there are, Richard Jones and Mark Stevenson. Right. You guys Chuck made me, Wolfman. Chuck, yeah, you guys made me set my laptop up and show you every song that I was going to play <laughs> the next day. I would play a good song that I thought would be good, and you guys would go, no, that's shit. What's your next one? No, that one sucks, Are you too. serious? Yes. Like, I, I don't okay, remember that, so but like, I completely believe it. Straight up hour, and you left the room, and you said, where, <laughs> I said, where are you going? Well, I'm going to go call Richard and ask him what the hell we're going to do. And <laughs> you... Your point, but uh, yeah, go you ahead. and Matt made me do that for an hour, and I threw out what I thought were some bangers, and you guys were like, "No, that shit, don't play that, don't play that." And so I was all stoved up, nervous, like I didn't. Know but what it was the hell in, to it do. was in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm going to say this because on the Instagram live right now, my buddy Brad Jeffries is on there. Brad, oh, oh Brad, be rad. Brad was Brad was the GM of PBR Louisville, yes. and Kyle Lehman, who's now down in, in PBR Texas, down in Arlington, Texas. Those guys. Freaking rock stars. They're, oh, they're some dude. of my absolute favorite human beings on the planet. If you're ever close to a PBR bar, go. whether you drink or not, I I, I don't drink a, a drop of alcohol, but I love going because um, the people are awesome. But that, that time in particular, back in the day, we go to PBR Louisville, like oh. middle of the afternoon. We're there all day, all evening, all night, and... We find out that they shut the bars down at like 4 a.m. in Kentucky, right? I had no idea. I'm from Oklahoma. Like, I don't know that shit. So anyways, shut the bar down at like 4 a.m. Everybody leaves. We sit in an office for God knows how much longer, whatever. Then we walk back to the hotel. At some point on the way back to the hotel, we end up at a gas station because you're hungry. I'm apparently hungry. Somehow a sandwich gets thrown at a gas station attendant, and then we move on and forget that any of that story ever happens. That's you, all you're going to get of that story. You period. clean that up beautifully. In that, but that's that's exactly what happened, right? That is exactly what happened. To a certain degree. Oh, I'm so glad you don't drink anymore. I don't know that we could be friends. 
Uh, we have a buddy that's on American Ninja Warrior right now that we went to Florida with, and uh, we we decided that instead of getting a car or walking the beach everywhere, yeah, we went, yeah. we decided to get mopeds. We're gonna rent scooters because mopeds are badass. And if you don't like it, then hell with you. Then myself and Thad, we uh we partake in a day drinking all day i mean all day gets into the night we shut shut the bar down and we go back to the hotel and i think i think it was probably what three o'clock matt yeah. that we decide that it's a good time to go get ice cream yeah let's go get some ice cream so here's brad here's vin here's thad and matt is the only sober one there is we jump on these mopeds and we take them down get some ice cream and we decide that we'll take the 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 beach we'll, and Clearwater we'll, Beach is my jam. Like oh, I know love that Clearwater Beach. I, I mean, love it's it. got my some haunting place. haunting things about it for me. But yeah, I mean, Hulk. Yeah, the whole that's that's where the incident happened. And if you anyway. don't know what incident we're talking about, go back and listen to the podcast with Dan James and Brad Narducci. Maybe the greatest story ever told. My handshake every time I walk by Bushwhacker Luke. Any, anyways, so uh, we <laughs> we get in like this single file line. And we're cruising along the boardwalk, and we split up, and we're two and two. You and Thad are up front, and me and Van are side by side on the mopeds. And we're probably doing like, what, 35? I don't know how fast I go, but 35. Well, the beach has these these little turnouts, these little approaches where you can pull in a vehicle, unload your stuff on the beach, and, and away you go. Pull your car back out and go park. <laughs> we're doing 35. And Van doesn't realize it, but he has wandered into one of these approaches, and it's it's a curb. It's a it's a big curb, and that curb will end. Vin doesn't even see it. He looks over me, and he gives me the rock on. Hell yeah, dude! This is awesome. And just as soon as he does that, he hit the curb. Going I hear thirty five. Yeah, and I mean launched it. He sent it full speed. Sent it. <laughs> I hear you guys behind me. Just long enough to look over my right shoulder. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. I look over my right shoulder as I see this moped go towards my left. And I'm like, what? And in that quick, I see Vin Johns about five and a half feet off the ground go a solid 20 yards. Oh, dude, he, he skidded so far. And he hit and that. And before he hits the ground, he's on his feet running back to the moped. <laughs> and he doesn't like try to start it. He just jumps on, starts going, and the wheels the are back. shaking. Yeah. And he acts like nothing's wrong. He's got grass hanging out of that damn moped. The license plate's all bent. The it headlights the busted. Most ridiculous thing ever. The funniest part was is we, we tried to return him like nothing happened. <laughs> so we go back and the lady calls or the dude calls he's like so which one of you guys uh took the moped through the grass what the hell are you talking about man I we didn't and then just so he's like it's number 17 who's vin johns <laughs> i mean i mean john john vin, uh, yeah yeah we not uh, to name any names not to name any names uh vin john ba ninja warrior uh and so he ends up having to pay for that scooter. Do you remember how much that thing cost him? I, I kind of vaguely. It's like 1800 yeah, bucks. It was a lot. And was he's like, I got to get him on the podcast. Hell, I got one in Oklahoma. I'll ship it to you. He said, 
we got to get him on the podcast. You know who else we need to get on the podcast? I've seen it on here a couple of times today. Who? Uh, Derek Kolbaba. Oh, yeah. Everybody's saying, everybody that's listening right now, go to Derek's last post, tag him, and just say, you need to be on the Matt West Now podcast. So that when he comes to me and he's like, what's this stuff? Like, everybody wants me to be on their podcast. I'm yeah. going to be like, no, I don't have time. You're going to be talking a lot about hair product yeah, a lot in that about podcast. Shampoos. Yeah. <laughs> um, Conditioners and uh, some good highlights. questions rolling in right now. Hit me. Best concert you ever been to? Obviously Luke. not Jamie Johnson. Uh, no, uh, man. Okay, so like the best, the most fun I had at a concert was probably when I seen Luke Combs. I seen Luke Combs last summer with Midland. I thought you were going to say you saw him at Red Rocks. I was yeah, like, no, we uh, just listened to that today. I wrote a couple songs for him. No big deal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, a and, and I went shit, Houston. We got a problem. Yeah. Like, <laughs> his was good, but if I had to say the best, would probably be my old pal Daryl Singletary when uh, he came yeah. to he came to Eureka, Montana, and played the after party acoustic acoustic set. It was him and another guy named Matt Cannon, I think. And uh, everybody was wowed with how good of a singer he was. And yeah. that was probably the best I, one. I was every time I heard him. Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm the same way with Vince, though, like Vince Moreno. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took me to see Vince Gill at a little club in Nashville one night, and uh-huh. it was it was, it was, was nuts, man. It was incredible how good it was. Um, yeah, I'm with you on the Daryl. Um, Vince Moreno, like every random-ass Monday afternoon oh, that dude, I've ever spent the listening best. to. Yeah. Oh, they're the best. Um, Bruno Mars, though. Like if I, had, if I had to, like outside of my little comfort uh-huh. zone of buddies um, – uh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars put on the mm-hmm. craziest good show I've ever seen. Yeah, you seen that one in New York? You yeah, Madison Square Garden. Oh, dude, that would be yeah, that would front be row, one. crazy. Yeah, really. Yeah, I just threw all that shit out there. Damn, yeah. did you get up front there row. and shake it? No, teach but, him how to but dance. But what I did see about Bruno Mars is um, he had a lot of guys on his crew uh-huh. that took care of people in the crowd that you didn't notice. And I'm talking like, it, dude, it was it was humbling to see. Like his band, they came off stage for a couple of songs, and mm-hmm. they were going out in the audience with, with and, and not for fanfare, not for anybody to see. Yeah, they were doing this in the dark, like under no lights or whatever. And they would get like, like there was a kid in a wheelchair, there was an elderly lady that mm-hmm. was kind of dancing everything, and they'd pick a few people and they'd bring them back. No, that's cool. and you know the band that's would so hang cool. out with them, and they 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 just would hand out random like merch packs to people. And That's I thought, so cool. you know what, man? Yeah. Like, and they weren't doing it in front of people. They weren't right. doing it to take pictures. No. Had no. I, had I not been the geek that I am, that's looking at the lighting know, rig. Yeah. yeah I noticed. never would have noticed yeah. it. And I thought, you know, that, that means there's really good people in the world. You damn right. We cool need more places. of them. Yeah. 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 We need more of them. That's um, cool. So you're a music guy. You play music at all these PBRs and rodeos and different things. Yeah. But when I you're know. riding up and down the road, what are you listening to? Oh, that's tough. Uh, so you're going to call me a geek. I, I like old country, first off, first and foremost. I've been jamming a lot of old country, so I listen to a lot of Merle, a lot of Waylon, a lot of Gary Stewart. Uh, Empty glass. I can't sing. <laughs> if I could sing, and I would not, drop everything. Not a lot of people know this. I actually wrote that song for Gary <laughs> before, before I was born. <laughs> And me and Gary were sitting at a bar one night. Anyways, yeah, Gary Allen fan too. Oh, yeah. dude, big, big time, big, my big, favorite. Big. I listen to uh, I, I jam my buddy Vince, Vince quite often. I like a lot of I like a lot of stuff that people don't usually like. And and you're gonna call me crazy. I'm a big Goo Goo Dolls fan. 
Really? Yeah, I listened to the. Goo I, Goo I had Dolls. a thing for Goo Goo Dolls and the Jim Blossoms back in the oh, day. Oh, dude! Oh, Jim! Yeah, like, I love this. I feel like we just became best friends. Yeah, favorite uh, dinosaur of all time: T Rex. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. Um, I I don't know. Um, hmm. I like Cody Johnson. I'm a big Cody Johnson fan. I like to uh, I like to listen to a lot of Cody Johnson, and every once in a while too, I like to listen to old, my old pal Luke Kaufman. Yeah, yeah, dude. I've never heard of her. Uh, she's from North Carolina. Singer. Uh, yep, yeah, and songwriter, and really? songwriter, and a professional announcer. If you weren't if you weren't doing what you're doing, what would you be doing? Oh, if you weren't doing what you're doing, what would you be? Do- yeah, whatever. I just, I'd probably be an actor. I mean, I'd probably be in Hollywood right probably, now. Yeah. yeah, you probably would have been the leading role in that Lady Gaga movie. Yeah, yeah, with Bradley. Yeah, well, they called me for it, but I was- you've made me listen to that damn song no less. It's than a good 30 song. Times. It's a good. It's Lady Gaga. Yeah, but you look into my eyes and it's weird. That's why you don't like it. Stare at the road. It's and weird. We'll be fine. It's just weird that you listen to Tell so much. Tell me like- something, boy. I love that song. Yeah, what's that's- something people don't know about you? Um, I have six toes on my left foot. Count them. You really do. <laughs> yeah, I can hurl an orange like you a thousand. Really, yards. <laughs> you? That is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Tried buying a boot for that thing. Try buying a boot for that bad boy. You get like a double E on one side and a D on the other? Double, like triple E on the left and E, double E on the right. They usually, somebody gets a mismatched pack of boots. You've got, you've basically, you have Barney Rubble's feet. Yeah. Yeah. I am Bernard Rubble. Betty. Are you talking about Flintstone? Are we talking? Did you say what I think we (laughs) said? Yeah, I think so. This podcast went from so entertaining to so stupid. Yeah, it's really stupid. Um, So everybody on Instagram live, bye. uh, Because. You're going to have to listen to the rest of the podcast to get all the good stuff. So thanks for listening. Peace out. Um, for everybody else that's still on the podcast, sorry, we we took a detour there, but we're back. Um, one of the questions that everybody wanted to know was if you had to come up with a theme song for me, what would it be? For you? Ooh. Um, actually, that is a lot easier than you think. Really? You're a you're a huge huge wrestling fan, yeah. But more Duh. importantly, you're a huge Hulk Hogan fan, which I kind of disagree with, just for circumstances that I've seen. Uh, <laughs> you should be a huge <laughs> fan too. Yeah, like there, I won't put it in inches, but it's huge. Yeah. Uh, yours would be Real American, dude. Well, yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's taken though. Like that's Hulk Hogan's. Okay, okay. what would yours uh, be? What would yours be? Yeah, this is about you. What would yours be? Outlaw State of Mind, Chris Stapleton. I mean, I wrote it. Shit. Uh, no, I don't know. Probably. Oh, that's tough, dude. That is so tough. If I had a theme song, it would definitely be Merle. Yeah. And it would probably be. No, it'd probably be George Jones. The king is gone, and so are you. Really? Yeah. Do you know why? Why? I don't know why. I just <laughs> love that damn song. <laughs> I don't know why. I was hoping you would come up with something. You are uh, you are a semi-pro speech writer, too. Like, you dove into the world of writing wedding oh, dude, speeches. Yeah. you got to tell the story. Can you tell the story? I don't know. The wedding hasn't happened yet, so I don't want to, like, burst the bubbles. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I'll tell a part of it. Can you tell? Can you yeah, tell the, I'll tell the beginning. Okay. So like yeah. my, my one of my childhood best friends is Matt Triplett. We grew up the road down the road from each other ten miles, hung out our whole lives. He's getting married in June. And uh congrats. Congrats, Matt, Sierra. Um 
and he asked me to be the best man. I was honored, absolutely honored. Two big reasons why I was honored. <laughs> One, because he's my best friend, and two, I've never been the best man at a wedding, right. so I'm honored. I find out, as I'm writing this speech, trying to get things ready, my brother says, I'm so happy you're the best man. I said, what, what, what do you, yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. He says, you know, he asked me. What? He said, yeah. Jake says, Matt asked me to be the best man. And I said, well, that's, that sucks. He said, but don't worry, dude. I totally forfeited because you'll give a way better speech. So I thought, okay, well, I'm incorporating this into my speech. So my opening line for my speech at the wedding is going to be, when Matt asked me to be his best man, and I'm going to pause, and I'm going to say, it was right after he asked Jake. <laughs> so I win by default. Talk about it, dude. That sucks, man. You're going to, you tell, okay, picture this. Picture me having to stand up there with Bonner Bolton, Douglas Duncan, our buddy Kyle, her brother Damon. They're all models. And here's old fat Brad. <laughs> When's the wedding? June 22nd. I'll be down like, a few pounds. Yeah, you'll be, but down, I, you'll be down quite a bit. But I won't look like Bonner. I no, mean, but, I've never shuffled with the hobos. I mean, dancing with the stars. But yeah, uh, but. You'll be the best dancer in the wedding party. And if he wants to come at me, it's it's no it's brainer. Fine. Let's throw it down. Yeah, let's keep it cool, but let's keep it sexy. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I'll can, you t- can you tell? I don't. There's some stories I don't know if you can tell because uh, I don't. I don't know if maybe. I'm gonna know. tell it. I'm gonna maybe. Tell it. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm gonna tell it. So, <laughs> I don't even know how to start this damn story. My wife's sister and my wife are both beautiful ladies. Beautiful. Okay. Courtney's, <laughs> Courtney's sister. Let's not use names. I'm not going to. Oh, <laughs> Courtney's my wife. Okay. Uh, her sister, won't use her name, went through a procedure where it enhances certain features right below the neck, makes them bigger. Well, she sends a picture of the finished product to my wife. And she says, oh, my gosh, they look so good. And <laughs> she's just making them sound good. And so curious Brad, I thought, i got to find that picture. So I wait till, wait till my wife falls asleep, and I grab her cell phone, and I start looking. And I'm scrambling. Well, out of nowhere, my wife wakes up. What are you doing? Oh, I'm trying to find, a, trying to find this phone number that I, I didn't have it on my phone. I, whose number are you trying to find? I forget his name. Not a big deal, honey. Go to bed. <laughs> she catches me trying to find the pictures. <laughs> I, I forgot his yeah, name. I don't, I don't remember. Doesn't I don't matter. Know. But I thought maybe you had it. So, un- mission unsuccessful. I always I kind of wrap things up towards the end of these podcasts because yeah, we joke, we have a lot of fun, but um, and I usually try to talk it back into like the business aspect of everything we do as far as overcoming obstacles but i want to talk instead of the things that you've had to overcome the things that you're going to overcome because i think that's more pertinent right now because we talked about this fitness journey Mm -hmm. i mean like let's not bullshit this right dropping 100 pounds is really really serious yeah it's a lot of weight dude and it's gonna take it's gonna take some time and i think that's the biggest thing for me is everybody wants instant results you know, I'd, I'd like to lose that right. much weight tomorrow, but right. I didn't put on 100 pounds overnight, so I shouldn't expect to lose 100 pounds overnight, you know, so I got to give it time. But 
like I told you earlier, dude, I've I've started losing weight a hundred times. Right. A hundred times. We all yeah, we've all started these projects and we've started these, you know, self help things or I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna start mm-hmm. doing this or the the thing that that we hear a lot is I'm gonna quit drinking. I, yeah. you know, or yeah. I'm not gonna drink this weekend. Right. And then five minutes later somebody's got a drink in their hand. And it's so hard to, to turn it down today. I mean, just, just going out back and hanging out with their buddies, they offered you but know, it's, hey, it's you so do? easy and I keep telling you I guys know, like it's so easy. But like I get it. There, like, there's so many temptations in the world. Well, there's just so many temptations. So many social influences that you didn't even know existed until right. you stop something. Until you start trying to defend yourself against them and yeah. you start trying to deflect. Right. And it's 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 just one of those things where you got to make it up in your mind. And this time, like, it's I don't know what clicked in my mind, but it, my mind's made up. A thousand bucks. That's what clicked. Yeah. In your right. Mind. Yeah. A thousand. Money's bucks. a powerful motivator. It man. is, dude. It is, and especially if you win, it's two thousand. But so. it's it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. It's, you, you're what a couple days into, a few days into it, you know. Yeah, and you're already having to fight through. Oh, dude, the, 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 yeah, the workouts are just are brutal. I, it's no secret that I hate working out, and especially when you're faced with something that you don't want to do, but you know you have to do. There's a little more resistance, I think. Well, and I think sometimes people do it. Um, I was reading a story earlier today that that of a guy that started doing the same thing. And, and even Stormy Wing. We found out that Stormy wow. is now retired yeah, from bull that, riding. Huh? Man, you know, I, I I honestly, I didn't know the the complete seriousness mm-hmm. of the injuries. Right. I wasn't right. there. But he made a, a great statement, and J.B. Mooney backed it up. You know, you start thinking about those kids. You start thinking about That's the it, life dude. of, That's you it. know, your significant other and, yeah. and the kids and you got to put your own selfishness aside. You have times. to. You have to. This this life is rough. No matter, I mean, bull it's riders hard. especially, dude. But even us, like, and we got to realize there's there's a whole life back at home. Like, you have so much stuff going on. You got the gym. You're yeah. looking for, you know, a possible second gym. I mean, dude, there's a lot of stuff going on. Well, and not it, just that, though. I mean, you think about the just the stress of everyday life. And I know... Like everybody, everybody deals with it, and that's what I like have really been trying to focus on is is everybody that's listening to this right now uh-huh. in the last twenty four hours has had something that probably really stressed them out, yeah, yeah, or at some point where they're like, "Shit, I don't want to do this," right, right. and that's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay to go through that shit because um, the biggest we all thing, deal with that, it. oh, dude, yeah, the biggest thing people forget is you're not alone. People go through stuff and and there's it, my god we got what, sappy really fat like we we did a complete yeah, 180 yeah. on this some bitch sure, god, we were i need to make up a lie yeah i gotta come up with a shitty story maybe about my wife i'll make it yeah. but uh hey no bullshit though man like we all go through stuff but you don't really realize how much support you have until you until you put yourself forth like i didn't know how much support I would have doing this. You know, so many times people have told negative shit about, about losing weight. Yeah, right, you won't. You'll just go back. Dude, this time, I'm not kidding you. I mean, 20, 30, 40 people have offered support, and it's, like, really cool. And I, really I'm, cool. I'm getting annoying because, like, I'm so excited for you because, yeah. I, like I said, you know, I, and I keep telling you, man, you're going to change the world for somebody. You're going you're to change the world, whether it's man, for I yourself so. or your kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I'm I'm so encouraging everybody, and I told you this. I, mm-hmm. I, I, we talked about it this week. I'm encouraging everybody to follow what you're doing on social media, on yeah. Instagram, which would be? Uh, at Brad Narducci. Spell it. B-R-A-D. 
N-A-R-D-U-C-C-I. Okay. So, but I, and I told you, I was like, man, I want to encourage everybody, not just so that they can see you and, and give those positive vibes, but a lot of that is out of selfishness so that yeah. you hold yourself accountable. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's exactly right. Accountability is going to be huge. And when you talk about it on a podcast with, I mean, I know you're up to like a million listeners. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's going to more, it's roughly, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be watching and going, how's he doing? And I want to be able to say, hey, I'm freaking doing That's good. the thing, you know? man. Like, I want to have you back on this podcast. I don't know when we'll Maybe be. Maybe World Finals, maybe. Yeah. I, I want to do it before then. Like, okay. I, I want to do it before yeah. then, and I want to come up and, and, like, have a progress. I mean, we're going to Instagram Live, like, all the time. But Well, you're my training but, coach, so I have to check in <laughs> with you. Yeah. No, but serious. Um, And, and I don't. Because I'm going to, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. I know you're you going to do it for me too. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I have, I have goals that I'm going to reach, and uh, and I'm going to get to. You do too, and so we're going to hold each other accountable. And everybody mm-hmm. that's listening right now is going to do the same for both of us. Absolutely, man. It's going to be good. I've never been so sore as I have the past three days. But it's good, been, isn't it, man? So, no, it's not. It, it hurts is. It's so, so good. You've been whipping me, dude. But I it's appreciate so it. good. Um, how do you want people to remember you? Like what? What's the most important thing in Brad's life? Uh, definitely that he was a good dad. Yeah. yeah, my kids are my my everything. My son, he uh, he lost his first tooth while I was gone, and I was oh, so pissed I missed it. But typical typical Native American kids come up with the coolest shit. I, uh, my wife says, hey, it's getting loose enough. We'll just tie some floss to it, do the old door trick. Remember where he'd slam the door and tooth come flying? Yeah. He says, no. He says, I got a better idea. He goes and grabs his bow and arrow, and he ties the floss to his tooth, fly, <laughs> ties the end of the floss to the bow and arrow, and shoots it out of his mouth. <laughs> he shot it out of his mouth. So I called my dad, and I said, hey, I said the coolest thing just happened. And I told him how Braxton, my son, lost his first tooth. And he said, hell, that's better than mine. My dad knocked mine out because I was talking <laughs> shit back to him. That's gangster, though. Oh, like, you know, get my bow. I'm going to shoot it Yeah, out. yeah. And he's a little hustler, too. I was like, yeah, maybe the tooth fairy will bring you some money. You think she'll bring me 50 bucks? <laughs> yeah, man, probably not. But, you know. <laughs> tooth fairy hadn't worked in a week. Yeah, yeah tooth fairy's now That's adult. so gangster. Yeah. How old's Braxton? Uh, he'll be six in June. Oh, that is so awesome. Awesome. So yeah, awesome. Dude. I think that's a pretty good spot to leave it right there. Absolutely. Man. I think that's a great man. I, I'm excited for you. I appreciate you doing this. I yeah. mean, I had no choice. Everybody, everybody wanted it. All the yeah. listeners wanted that's it. That's cool, so, man. That's appreciate cool. you doing this, man. I love you. I'm excited. I love for you, you too, bud. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Brad Narducci hanging out with me here. Man, follow his journey. I'm so stinking excited about what this guy has the ability to do, what he's capable of, because um, I think you guys can tell by listening to him on the podcast a couple of times, this guy has an infectious uh, personality. Like Being around the guy makes you want to be better. So to see him motivated to do uh, some life-changing things motivates me. And I think it'll do the same for you. So follow his journey at Brad Narducci, N-A-R-D-U-C-C-I. And I promise you, you will not regret it. That's going to wrap it up for this week's version of the Matt West Now podcast. Do me a favor, and I know that... um, I'm hustling those likes, man, because it's really, really important in the iTunes charts. It's important 
in us bringing this podcast to you each and every week free of charge. So hit us up with one of those five-star reviews. Make sure you subscribe. Do me a favor while you're cruising on social media, reach over, turn those notifications on so that you know every time I go Instagram live with Brad or every time we post something, uh, we're going to keep you up to date with it. So hope everybody's having a great week. Hope everybody is having an absolute perfect life. Um, everybody that's made it to this far in the podcast, man, I appreciate you guys more than you'll ever, ever, ever know. Love you guys. Hopefully see you guys soon and uh, be back again in a week.